life is fun, people. And if we're not experiencing fun, start just start looking for it in the smallest places, in the biggest places. Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, Episode 619. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. This is your host, Kim Sutton, and I am so happy to have you here, and I am thrilled to introduce you to our guest today, David Adelson. David is aware of very many hats, and it's just one of the most generous people I've ever met, and maybe we'll get there, maybe we won't, but... David, thank you so much for joining me here today. I feel like just your positive spirit that you're bringing in just by being here is amazing. But I would love if you would jump in and share with the listeners a little bit about your many hats and how you got here. Oh, uh, well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. Um, I'm a big fan and I really love to support what you're doing. And I'd love to support those people who are listening in any way that I can. Um, and I'll, and as we go on, I'll give some everybody some uh, free of my programs to help them that that can make a big difference. Um, and <laughs> when you ask me what I do, um, I've been a meditation teacher since 1974. I'm one of those people who kind of came to earth knowing from the word. Even both my mother and my grandmother went to see different people. Uh, before I was born, just, you know, they weren't even called psychics back then. I don't know what they were called. And the, my, the, this whole thing about my birth was predicted. So I got that guilt tripped into me as a little kid. So the whole thing has, and, and I started having really profound spiritual experiences as a little kid. And then things just started to blossom and grow. And I started to discover that I could um, bring in quantum or divine energies, however you want to call it, through different products and artwork and audio and video downloads and stuff. And then I started to discover that I could work one-on-one with people and help them in pretty much every situation. One time, one of my clients called me up. Um, I was in Massachusetts. He was in Florida, and he was having problems with his server, um, for his company in Hungary. And he called me up because the, the tech people said it would be six hours and he asked if I could fix it and it got fixed in 20. So um, just all these different hats and healing people and helping people from all over. Um, Wait, so just along with, <laughs> along with spiritual maintenance, you do, you do server maintenance? I did that time. It's not, no, (laughs) (laughs) he just called up and said, what's going on and can you fix it? Oh my gosh. um, And so, you know, uh, yeah, it was, it's, it's, and and when we understand about whatever, however we want to talk about it, you know, the world is shifting into a whole different understanding and actually a different energy pattern. We've been used to, Newtonian physics. And Newtonian physics is all about relationships and causality. Newton, one of the lots of Newtonian physics is if a body in motion remains in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. So it's cause, causal. It just keeps going until something, something causes it to do something different. But we're moving to a time where 
quantum and unified field physics is going to dominate. And it's a whole different ball game. It's like the difference between football and baseball. Everything is, is different about it. I guess they both have a ball. And other than that, there's, there's not a lot. Um, and so in quantum physics, it isn't about causality. It's about randomness and things pop up into existence um, for no reason. And then they'll move backwards in time. And if you tickle, you know, unboundedness or unified field with your left hand, it's going to laugh over your right shoulder. So there's, a, there's, a, and the, the exciting thing is that is that we're literally coming to a time of all possibilities where if we can think it, we can create it. If we can think it, we can dream it. And we've already seen this happening for so long. So many of the things that were in science fiction um, books in the early 1900s, even the late 1800s, are now, people don't even remember what life was like without them. And, you know, we look at early, you know, 1980s um, versions of Star Trek Generation, and you see Picard using something that looks exactly like you know, 20 years later, an iPad. And it does all of these kinds of things. So we're all, we've been creating things in a very positive way. But a lot of the things that we create, we create in violation of natural law instead of working in harmony with natural law. Like and the I'll cars you, honking outside. Like the cars honking outside, being propelled the way, that's a perfect example, being propelled by the way they are, or the rockets. You know, yeah. the amount of fuel that we use to get a rocket into the atmosphere, first of all, they're gorgeous. And if you've ever seen some good photography, it's lovely. And the technology is amazing. But it's, think about this, how much energy it takes to push a rocket into space, how easy it is to drop a pencil. Hmm. You know, one is in harmony with nature and one is without. And, and, and so... It'll be switching. It'll be switching. Um, and that's very exciting because it means that those people in your audience who have dreams but don't know how to get there, they may not need to know all the steps anymore. They just have the vision of what it is that they're trying to accomplish. And don't worry about the interim steps because you can literally meet the person you need in an elevator, in the grocery store, in the parking lot. Things can happen in what appear to be completely random ways to work out what you're here to do. If you have a purpose and if you're in, in inner and outer alignment, there are, you'll find more and more and more of this. We could call it random support. We could call it nature support. We could call it divine support. We could call it quantum support, but we just find that things start working out more and more and more in completely spontaneously and, truthfully unheard of or ways that we could never figure out. Oh my gosh. Are you ready to hear my most recent example of that? I would love to. So I, I'm part of a, or I was part of a mentoring community, great community, but I just realized it was time for me to move on. Um, and it's nothing I've ever mentioned on the show. So listeners don't go looking, looking it up, but it's, it's phenomenal for the right people. Well, a, somebody reached out to me based on a post that I put up and wanted to talk to me. And she scheduled an appointment two months ago. It's just our calendars weren't going to meet or match up. We finally talked yesterday and we found out that each of us is doing what the other one wants to do. I'm doing the processes. She's doing the speaking. So 
we're looking to flip. She's ready to slow down her speaking, which I can't even imagine. I'm, and she wants to ramp up her processes. And the more we started talking, we started talking, we had so many similarities. And out of nowhere, she says, well, I'm a Pisces. I just blame everything on being a Pisces. <laughs> I said, oh, you're a Pisces too? So am I. And then it, it popped up in my brain, ask her what day. So I did. And she says, March 2nd. That is my birthday. And she would, is, she wouldn't disclose is. her year, but I have a feeling that we were even born on the same day in the same year. Wow. That is amazing. And and that and you're right, that's exactly the kind of things that we're talking about. You could have never figured out if you sat down to say, who do I need to meet? Where do I find them? Yada yada yada. It's beyond the intellect. And yet being more and more in alignment, as I know you are from from other things that we've done, um, things exactly like that. And the timing is perfect. It it wasn't right two months ago, and now it's right today, because two months ago, one or the other of you or something wasn't ready in the universe, whatever it was, to, to be where you were yesterday, where you are today. So yeah, that's incredibly exciting. I, isn't I mean, aren't you stunned? Aren't you like holy moly? Well, <laughs> you know, I'm totally blown away. Especially because yesterday morning I was looking at my calendar and I was like, "Who the heck is this? Why are we having this call?" And I see what we're talking about, and my day was crazy, and I almost canceled it, but I heard, "Don't cancel, don't cancel," yeah. and that's what always happens. Don't cancel. I I want to share with you too because I don't know that we've ever chatted about this, but. Uh, 2008, I lost my job. I was an interior architect for 10 years and I was in a bad marriage, but I, I looked around every single day and I thought that's just how life was. You know, this is what life is. It's about getting up in the morning. Even when I was working, getting up in the morning, taking the kids to daycare, going to work, coming home, picking up the kids, dinner, TV, bed, rinse, repeat. This is it. This is existence and there's nothing more. And then I lost my job. And just a series of events happened after that that I could have never foreseen. I heard about a local networking group in my town and I went because I thought I still wanted to be an interior architect. And instead I met a chiropractor in my town who coincidentally, even from across the US, that event that we were at recently, there were a few chiropractors and they know my chiropractor because I was sharing wow. this story, but that chiropractor introduced me to the law of attraction. And in that very moment, well, okay, not in that very moment, but within the hour, my complete, my life completely changed because I had no idea that I had the right to choose if I was happy or not. And I have to say, David, that up until that moment, I had a dark cloud over my head 24 seven. I thought it would take more energy to be positive than it would to be negative. But looking back now, I'm like, I I would have to believe, and I know people would argue with me, there's days I want to say to my husband, seriously, I love my husband dearly, but does it take any more energy to smile than it does to frown? Uh, Technically, it takes less. So why don't we do it? (laughs) That's that's exactly one of the things that we talk about on the happy... I have a free video on the homepage of my website. Can I mention that? Is that... Uh Okay, on davidadelson.com. Oh, you know what? There's another way to see it too, which is just davidshappinessvideo.com. Fabulous. And it's, 
just a seven minute and it's a clearing and it gives you 10 very clear points to do exactly what you're talking about. Um, I'd like to bring something up uh, based on your experience, if I may. Please. Um, that, you know, go through the day, rinse, repeat thing that you were in, you know, so many people have been believing that, believing that. And then in the past little while, so many people are waking up to, wait a minute, that's not right. And when we talk about, we talked about alignment before, and I know you know uh, about our alignment programs, mm -hmm. um, which we have a quiz that people can take for free, but um, tickdiscquiznow.com is uh, about alignment. But um, as, you know, le losing your job was not random, was because the spark within you wanted to shine and you had to get out of that existence to even see what might be possible to go somewhere and to meet people and stuff. And as we get more in alignment, that's what happens. But one of the things that came up, I was, I was uh, doing, I was invited to, to speak at this event of, of uh, thought leaders a while back. And what I, what I got was they didn't need me to talk. They, they, these people were, um, very forward and successful in the whatever we want to call it the new age movement the positive movement to help people the get help people live a full life all very positive all very supporting of life and the best life possible for everyone and we realized when we got there that a bunch of them were out of sync that they were like 97% 98% in alignment but there was one two three degrees that were off and the guidance that i got was the best use of you being there is to help these people get 100% on because if you're even one degree off when you leave the earth and you're shooting for the moon, you're going to miss it by twice the diameter of the moon. That's pretty significant. So, so while we applaud being 97, 98% in alignment, that last little bit can make the difference between whether they feel happy with what they've done at the end of their life or whether they feel like they missed, you know, how, whether there's frustration involved and we want to these people are doing so much good you know why not do it so we did a clearing and the instruction that i got was to explain to them that we want to remind you of who you are and what you're here to do which you knew when you were young before you learned what the world expected of you and when you talk about the grind that you were going through that's one of the what the world expects of you, things that we learned when we were two, three, four, seven, whatever age it was. And so many of us have learned those so well that it never occurs to us that life could be something else. And the funny thing about this, Kim, about what those rules are, is they were created by people who were exempt from the rules. These were created, if we think in, you know, in, in Europe and, and um, North America and, you know, where most of us have, a lot of us have our backgrounds. I know a lot of people are from Asia and, and those cultures. But in the West, a lot of the cultures were, were dominated by the church who said, you will get your rewards in heaven after. And we're thinking about the Middle Ages. Mm -hmm. So, and you know you'll get your rewards in heaven so your job is to suffer here and get rid of all your sins and just being born is a sin um, and while they're saying that 
they're running the wealthiest organization on the planet with the largest library wrapped in golds and silks and all of this. Or you have the lords of the manor who are sitting in the castle saying, you know, I live this wonderful life and I'm the one making the rules, but you guys are serfs or whatever the term is. And you have to, you know, feed my pigs and tend to the cattle or to grow the crops or whatever it is that they have to do. So the people, and, and we still have that today, the people, you know, and the people who are making the decisions are exempt from the decisions. And the, the most obvious example right now is, you know, CEOs get paid a ridiculous amount compared to what the lower workers do. You have the Waltons making four and a half million dollars an hour when their workers have to be on some kind of health care or right. some kind of food stamps or support. So you have these and, and you have these high level people who are calling the shots, but they're exempt from the shots. So what happened to you is you suddenly realized that what you thought, what the world expected of you was this grind. That's not true. Mm. That's man-made. That's not in line with the laws of nature. That's not in any scripture of any holy religion in the, in the world, of any holy tradition or culture in the world. I so, have only well, discovered that this year. And, and while I'm very spiritual outside of my faith, like my Christian faith is also very important to me, but I've realized that the two work very much together. And as I've been going through a lot of Christian reading this year, I'm realizing that nowhere in the Bible does it say that we need to be poor. No, and in nowhere. fact, the more money we make, the more we can do for everybody around us, which is what my heart calls me to do. Can I ask you a quick question though? Um, sure. Well, first off, I just want to say when I initially got fired slash laid off because it was a mix of both. I was really angry and I was playing the play, the blame game. But over the next few years, a lot happened, including the chiropractor. And I realized it was a blessing in the end. And I ran into the boss who had fired me one day at the grocery. And I must say that we live an hour away. Both of us live an hour away from where the office was. So it was a chance meeting anyway that I ran into her. And I, we got to talking, really nice conversation. I had dreaded it running into her, though, for the years before I ran into her. But in that moment, I realized I was just so thankful. And so we got to talking, and I thanked her. And we both just started crying in the middle of the grocery. I said, I don't know if you even can comprehend the blessing that you gave to me in my life. Because I was able, because of being fired, I was able to get the confidence that I needed to leave a bad marriage, to put it out to the universe, the man that I was looking for. Listeners, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can go back and listen to my soulmate spec sheet. But within three weeks of writing that, I met my husband, which was another one of those, you know, well, very random occurrences. David, I don't know if I ever told you, but I met my husband, Dave, on Craigslist. I was looking for furniture, went into the men looking for women section, just intending to laugh at jerks and bang, there he was. And we've essentially, I mean, with a short exception, we've been together ever since. So, but I wanted to go, I, you know, and I'm not going to dive into it, but you know, there's changes going on in my life, personal and professionally right now, but I would love to know it where you see alignment and integrity crossing or interweaving with each other, or do they? They're um, the same thing. 
Okay. Because, uh, and thank you for asking this. And and I just want to point out that the again we're talking about we're talking about a world where random where apparently random things happen. And as we move into alignment, as you have been, we suddenly meet somebody that that the likelihood of meeting them in the store is ridiculously low if we were to do the math and and we meet them at the time where it creates this transformation in you that makes you realize it it just solidifies the growth that you had been going through for all that time and had she not been there it could have been months before you realized that whole thing that that clicked in in that moment and that had she shown up before that you could have wanted to vent instead of taking that step forward. Mm-hmm. So when we allow it, and as, we, as we're in alignment and integrity, the words are completely interchangeable. Um, that, and, and, uh, and when we talk about alignment, we talk about, uh, I'm getting caught up in too many thoughts right now. Uh, I just, so the bottom line is that it, at the exact precise moment that you are ready to realize that it was a blessing, the situation occurred in front of you that made you realize it, that pointed it out, that helped you recognize it in a very special and unique way and in in an unquestionable way. Once you had that experience with her, you never doubted it was a good thing again. Just completely eradicated any thoughts about it and let you move on from the blame game or whatever, you know, had been going on before that and let you realize that, oh my God, I, I, I am a rock on my two feet. I am in alignment. I am or more and more in alignment with who I truly am, with what my true purpose is. And we look for these milestones in our lives to, to, to um, just like we look on when we're traveling, we look for the, the signs on the side of the road to let us know we're going in the right direction. These kinds of things really help our psychology, help give us confidence and trust is in who we are and what we're here to do, it's a huge part of alignment. It's a huge part of, of the of allowing our integrity of who we are at our essence to shine. And so many people, again, what the world taught. Okay, the world taught us when we were in kindergarten that um, you have to raise your hand to go to the restroom. But then by the time we're in high school, you don't Maybe you still have to do that or you have to quietly ask the teacher for the hall pass or whatever. But just the idea of, of at work um, and even Amazon, people working in Amazon are having trouble just doing a natural, normal human function of going to the bathroom. There have been things in the news about it a couple months ago that uh, because of the whole work schedule thing. And that's ludicrous. It that is. is not that is not in alignment with anything but one in, or one or more individuals misinterpretation of their role nobody has a problem with somebody getting rich we do have a problem with somebody getting rich causing suffering in the process of doing it because the people who are here to be rich are here to be generous and to take care of others again you know while while we say the lords of the manor in the middle ages um, the reason that the people were willing to do the work is because if some enemy came, they all went into the castle and they were protected by the Lord of the Man. I mean, they did a lot of their own protecting, but the point is they were being offered something in return. And currently people are being offered, you know, wages. But when the wages are at a cost of human dignity, when the wages are at a cost of 
you know, not even enough to live a comfortable life. You know, the people who are working 40, 50, 60 hours a week, two income families, they are not living the quality of life that people were living in the 50s and 60s when one person was working. They're not, they're not, they're not at that level of, of quality of life. Anyway. Sorry. No, you don't need, you are giving me so much clarity right now. And uh, this, this episode is going to go out after I make some changes, but I had a conversation with my husband, Dave, the other night, because there's an opportunity coming up that would be worth a lot of money to me, a lot of money, like multiple five figures, but it does, I, I don't feel aligned to it and it doesn't feel an integrity to me. So I just put it past him, especially because, well, you, David, I I mean, and I've shared this with listeners before, the last few Christmases have been rough in our house, and this is happening right before Christmas, like where this money would come in. So I said to my husband, you know, how would you feel if I don't take that opportunity? And keep in mind, and I'm just going to put a number out there, that this is a $26,000 opportunity. And he said, you need to do what you're in alignment with. And personally, I don't think you should do it. Easy is not always good. And in in that moment, I was like, oh, that feels so good. And yes, I know that the money, that money is not guaranteed or that money is not out of the picture now, as far as I'm concerned, but looking, allowing myself to open up to not doing that anymore The opportunities that have come in, no joke, in the last three days since I got clear with myself that I'm not doing that anymore, have already surpassed what that money would have meant. Hey there, my friend. I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. I wanted to take a quick moment to invite you to join the Work Smarter, Not Harder Challenge. Over the course of 30 days, these free, yes, free. Short videos will teach you a few of the systems and strategies I set up in my business so I can get away from my computer and back to the people I love. I invite you to sign up now at worksmarternotharderchallenge.com. Again, you can sign up at worksmarternotharderchallenge.com. Perfect. And that's exactly right. And that's why we say, you know, the story that we've been saying for some time is if you're walking down the street in alignment and somebody calls you from across the street and says, here's a million dollars free and clear, tax free, come and get it. And your heart and your alignment says, no, you have to walk on by, even though just exactly your experience, Kim, even though you say, gee, with that million dollars, I could do so much more towards my purpose, but maybe that million dollars is tainted. Maybe it's drug money. Maybe that somebody murders. I mean, we don't, Mm -hmm. we don't know what, where they got the money, but the other thing is just in veering in the direction, we can think of hundreds of things that could go wrong that could detract you from your purpose. So the first thing you do is say, Oh yeah, but I'll go and get it and then I'll get back and then I'll just run back across the street and I won't miss anything, but you will. You absolutely will. Um, Don't think I haven't thought about it. Well, okay. Haven't is the wrong word. Hadn't thought about it. Yeah, I can just do it. I'll just do it. It will be easy. I can get it done. And then I'll come back home and keep on going with what I'm doing. Yeah, it doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. It absolutely doesn't. What happens is as soon as you're out of alignment, you're out of alignment. 
And so you turn and you just take a step off the, to, off the curb to cross the street to get the million bucks and a bus hits you and you die. Well, it's real hard to do what you're here to do if you're dead. <laughs> so, well, I'm thinking of Back to the Future, you know, uh, where Marty puts the um, the almanac in the trash can and Biff gets it. And now there's a whole parallel existence. Yeah. I mean, similar thing, you know, I mean, but we're just talking about, you know, nature isn't random. Nature, our ability to understand nature, even quantum physics, isn't totally random, even though it appears to be random. And even though we describe it as being random, there's, there, there actually is a sequential unfoldment from unboundedness into creation. And that's described uh, it's not described, it's, um, I don't know what the term is, embodied in uh, the sequential unfoldment of the Vedic literature as it's in its original form, not translated, not all that. But that doesn't make sense to us because we're not used to thinking in terms of vibrations and frequency. We're thinking in terms of, you know, maybe pulse, but we don't, we don't know how many megahertz. We, we don't, there's so many things about frequencies that, that are very new to, to science in terms of researching it, even though certain sound frequencies and vibrations have been known for a long time. And we've seen sound weapons and we've seen the opera singer who can break a glass, you know, across the room with hitting a high note and stuff. But it, but it, the, the interconnectionness of all of this hasn't, hasn't even begun to be realized. It's, we're just on the, we're not even quite on the shores of, of understanding this and it's going to get very cool. But, when we're in alignment and we're in integrity and and then something comes up, once we leave, the, I, I don't want to call it a set path because we always have choices and, and, and nature will support our choices. Even Can I if, repeat what you just said? Sure. That we always have choices. To, oh. to the listener who's out there thinking that you don't have any other options, yeah, you do. Yeah, you and and one of the things that came to me and has had a profound effect is um, nature that um, nature adjusts to individual choice. So if our choice, if if we feel guided that we need to start some um, organization and lead and solve a particular social ill or uplift people or do whatever. And it involves, and I'm going to just use arbitrarily the example of public speaking and we're terrified of public speaking. We can choose either to overcome it or we can choose, you know, I'm happy to help and I'm happy to do this, but I don't want to be the one in front of, I'm happy to do the organization, whatever. And nature compensates for us when we're in alignment. It, it doesn't say, no, you have to do this. It says, well, we set it all up for you. And if you want to do it, you can. But if you're terrified of it, we can make it work without it. It's not, it's not, nature is very flexible. And we all have a duty in creation. And surprisingly, the most basic duty that we have is to simply enjoy creation and be grateful and, and, and appreciate what's being presented around us. Mm. I mean, people do not understand how much went into that we can see trillions of colors, 
that we can hear more sounds than, and qualities of sounds than we could ever imagine. How many, the sense of touch, each of the five senses, the mind, intellect, and ego, the fact that we can feel pain is in itself a staggering miracle once we understand that everything comes from whether we call it the unified field, which is what we call it, and it's technically the unified field of natural law, which is the way Einstein would describe it, or in different um, spiritual contexts or different parts of the world, they call it consciousness or awareness or pure consciousness or whatever they call it. That is a field that has no qualities whatever within it, but all possibilities within it. And working only from within itself it's created the very the all everything that we experience, which is staggering that something working. I, I mean, it's like taking a bowl of water and making the Statue of Liberty out of it within itself without anything else interacting on it. It's absolutely amazing how far creation has come. And I, I'd love, to, if I may, I'd like to tell you uh, uh, the way that it was described to us one time. Which I was having dinner with some friends of how creation comes about. Uh, can I tell you that? Yeah, and then I have a question for you. Okay, so we were sitting at dinner with some friends and we all know about you know um, the creating the world. And there's so many different traditions in the world from the spiritual side explaining how creation comes and we honor them all because we feel that there's truth in all of them if they've lasted thousands of years. Maybe it's a little bit askew because there's some word that's mistranslated or something, but the basic idea we totally honor, there's many ways to describe the elephant, okay? So, or even the bed or the car, there's so many different ways to describe it. So we honor all of them. But from uh, the side of, of the unified field, the way it's described, the way it was described to me um, from Divine Mother while we were sitting at lunch, she said, tell them, that the unified field, which has, which is a field of infinite possibilities, but nothing is expressed, that it hears the rumor that it has all possibilities within it. And it says, cool, let me see what that looks like. And just like little kids jump up and down and get excited when some, you know, Christmas morning or whatever, then, the, then it just starts to jump up within itself. We realize scientifically this, it's a strange way to say it, but, and it just gets excited and waves are formed and then out comes all the various vibrations and the interconnections from the, you know, the unified field level to the quantum level and eventually through the physical realm and the four forces and all of that into the world. And we experience that. And then from unboundedness aside, the whole motivation was that's cool. Let me see what it is. It wants to enjoy. So, you know, when you talk about thinking that your life was meant to be something that was not joy, unboundedness itself says that's not what this is about. You need, let's get you on the right track, Kim. <laughs> let's mm -hmm. get you out of that, mm -hmm. you know? And that's true for all of us. If our life isn't based on, how do we want to say this? If we're not... If we're not, here's something that I'll just, it's a, I'll give it as a challenge to your audience. Uh, it was an instruction given to me. Um, having fun is your new job. Allow the adventure of your life to be joyful. Look for the joy in it. That's it. Just wow. start looking for the joy in it. 
Mm. And man, does you, you see a little spark here. Maybe you go for three days because it's like the life that you were having. And then suddenly you notice, man, that's a great sunset. That's a beautiful flower. That's, a, oh, somebody said something nice. And then from there, we look for the next. We notice how we feel. We notice that we're enjoying it. And that's a, something that people often don't take the time to do. So many people are so busy doing their job, even those who love their job, that they forget to notice that they're enjoying their job. I've got these papers to file. They forget that they enjoy filing papers and they get caught up in the worry about time or hours or something else. And just look for the joy in it. Notice that you're having fun because a lot of stuff that a lot of us do, including grocery shopping or dealing with the kids, even when they're driving us nuts, is still so cool. You know what I mean? I'm just over here in awe, to be completely honest. And I don't even know if I want to ask my question right now because I have another question to ask. Will you come back and do a part two? Oh, absolutely. I'm more than happy to. Because I, I don't even think that we've really started to even touch the surface yet. But actually, I'm just going to put my question out there. When our gut is telling us to do something or not to do something, should we always listen? Well, if it tells you to cross the street when cars are still going. <laughs> don't. Yeah. I mean, and this is something, you know, it's, again, um, I, I just want to reiterate, take this, I, I want to give two things to your audience. I know we're getting towards the end here. I want to give two things to your audience. One is takethisquiznow.com. There's a lot of, eventually you're going to get a couple of emails and eventually we may say, we'd love to talk to you. You don't have to, you can bow it after, but I will say, take the quiz. It'll help you see how far in alignment you are. We'll give you some, some very, and Kim helped with this. So um, I'm very grateful for your help on this. It'll give you some useful information of where to go next. Whether you work with us or not, it'll be a, 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 it's a fun quiz. So take this quiznow.com to help you get in alignment more in alignment with yourself. Um, I want to also give you uh, peaceandharmonydownload.com, which is a free download, which will uh, you can play at work or at home on your phone or computer or whatever, and it uh, reduces family squabbles and it reduces interdepartmental squabbles at work and tension. So those two things I want to give you. But when we're in alignment, to get back to your question, Kim, when we're in alignment and our gut tells us something, we we do want to honor what that is, but we also need to look around and take the proper steps if we're here to cross and and things change all the time which is why i mentioned this your gut may say cross the street now and you and because if you could cross the street right now um <laughs> but you can wait so, till the crosswalk is what you're saying you can wait I'm, till the crosswalk to do it safely oh god yes but i have to tell you there are so many things there are one you could you could wait for the crosswalk and then it says never mind the opportunity has passed but don't worry about it something because you're in alignment something else would come up but it can also be yes cross right now and you are going to get hit by the car and you're going to end up in the hospital and you're going to get insurance money that takes care of all of your financial problems for the rest of your life and you're going to meet your love the love of your life in the hospital 
And I don't know what else is going to happen while you're in there. And they're going to, oh, I know what it is. They're going to find something that they find in the nick of time to save you, you know, dying because you were in the hospital from this accident and they found that, oh, your liver or this, and we fixed it with, you know, two shots and now it's done. But if you hadn't come in in time, it could have killed you kind of stuff. I mean, there are so many good things that can happen. So public service announcement, do not walk in front of cars today just because we're giving all the awesome examples of what could happen. (laughs) And, and, And thank you for saying that. But this only happens when we're in alignment. You know, sometimes alignment tells us to do things that we're afraid of or that's a challenge. And we have choice. We have choice. You know, for those of us who are in alignment, we truly believe that we work for the divine. We work for God. We work for Lord Christ or Buddha or Shankara, whatever our tradition is. You know, we, we honestly believe that whatever rewards we get here financially and comfort. And believe me, a lot of people get to live a very comfortable life on earth. You don't have to wait, even when you're following your spiritual calling, you don't have to suffer for the divine. Mm-hmm. So, so we allow that, but, but God doesn't, I, I mean, I hate to say it. I, 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 I'm very supportive of everyone, but God's not going to fall apart if we decide we don't want to do something. It's, it's not that it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen a particular way, but it can still happen. You know, we're I, coming. I say over and over again that he just constantly reminds me and gives me a stronger nudge until he hits me with a two by four. <laughs> <laughs> you're, this is what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> so I get back to what I'm supposed to do. Maybe not the same way, but I, I want to share a quick story like, about the, about the, um, you know, intuition and, and alignment. So I, I just signed up for a new coaching package, and I I felt very un, you know, I w- had to make an initial payment. Well, money was tight, but something just kept on saying, "Make the payment, make the payment." So I made the payment, and it was very uncomfortable. But the next day, five times as much money came in. Yeah, we have heard that story so many times. Somebody who wanted, you know, wanted to take a program of mine, and they were like, and it was kind of expensive, just like your coaching program. And this was years ago, and um, and they leaped on it on Saturday morning, and they and by afternoon they'd more than doubled their money from a different source. Mm-hmm. So, and this is why we say there's no reason to. And you brought up some things at the beginning that uh, um, we what we put our attention on will grow in our life. So if we put our attention that we're simply a divine being, how whatever our tradition is, whatever it is, or that we're a cosmic being, or that we're a being that was created from unbounded, however we want to think about what our true source is, whatever that source is, that source created us out of love. It created us because it wanted us to experience joy through our joy, love through our love. And it never, God is not mean. God is not a trickster. God is not a joke. I mean, God has a great sense of humor, no question about it, but he's not mean-hearted. He's not mean-spirited. And the challenges that are thrown before us are our own creation. And our interpret, so I, I want, I, oh boy, 
<laughs> we definitely uh, need a part two and yeah, probably a part a, three as well. Yeah, because this is a, I, I'm just going to say it real quick. All of our experiences, are, we're the co-creators of our experiences. Mm-hmm. We're the ones who decide to go to the grocery store, to take this job, to marry this person, to have kids, whatever it is. So on that level, we're a co-creator. And then in, and this is the key point, Kim, in every moment, consciously or unconsciously, we are having an experience. We are then passing judgment on the experience. This is a good experience or a bad experience. And then, and so we're, we're consciously or unconsciously being a co-creator because we're, we're the ones who are passing judgment, not someone else. And then consciously or unconsciously, we determine what our response or reaction is. So on three levels, we're co-creators. Most people say, oh, you hit my car, therefore I'm annoyed. But again, maybe that's the love of your life. Maybe, maybe it stopped you. Maybe that small fender bender stopped you from getting killed in a car accident down the road, or it prevented you. You know, one of the big examples that, that uh, I love to use is there were literally thousands of people who were late to work on the morning of 9-11 in 2001 in the World Trade Centers. And you know while they were late to work. I mean, a few of them were probably okay with it, but a lot of them were in traffic and stressing. I need to get there and freaking out. And, oh, my God, my boss is going to kill me and all of this stuff. And being late to work saved their lives. Mm-hmm. Because the original estimate was about 7,000 people were going to get killed and only about 2,000. So thousands wow. of people, at least 3,000 people were were stressing and upset about something that what they found out later was that it saved their life. But the fact that they were stressing about it was a choice. They, that gives and, me goosebumps. So we really want to be aware of God is on your side. Nature mm-hmm. is on your side. For everyone listening, nature is on your side. Look for the joy. Look for the support. Look for why did you drop the egg on the floor? You know, and it made a mess. Did it stop you from doing something else? Does it look at a beautiful pattern? Does is it a story that you're going to tell hundreds of times to friends over the years and twenty and thirty and forty years from now be laughing uproariously at it? I was visiting an aunt years ago, and she was a favorite aunt because she had this great belly laugh, and when she laughed, the whole room jiggled, and she would laugh at all of the things that she did when she was a kid that were just, she just thought they were the funniest things ever. And when, and and I remember sitting there thinking, oh my God, I want to be like that. Because when I think of the things I did as a kid, I want to beat myself up. I want to punish myself. I think I really messed up here, 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 and here, and here. And she just thinks the the exact same thing is the funniest thing ever, how silly they were, how fun it was. And man, what a better choice. (laughs) Think of the joy. David, I want to thank you so much. And listeners, I have a big invite for you. I want you to head over to thekimsutton.com forward slash PP619. We're going to find all the links for all the gifts that David mentioned today. But down below the show notes, I want you to leave a comment, a question, an aha about what you got out of this episode and what you would like to know in part two, which will follow very shortly after this episode. So again, head on over to thekimsutton.com forward slash PP619. 
David, we got to schedule a part two because this was amazing. And I just want to thank you for all your insight today. Oh, you're so welcome. Thank you for having me. We just want to get this out to as many people just because it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, life is fun, people. And if we're not experiencing fun, start just start looking for it in the smallest places, in the biggest places. It's it's all about joy and the world is becoming a better and better place. And yes, we're aware of certain things in the world, but they're leaving. They're all on their way out. The, the party's over and the cleanup crew is here and everything's going to be good. And we're coming into a really special time for each and every one of your listeners. So look for it, find it, enjoy it. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast. When I'm not podcasting, I'm supporting six to seven figure business coaches with their marketing automation and entrepreneurs like you through my coaching and mastermind programs. I want to invite you to visit thekimsutton.com to learn how I can help you take your business to the next level. Welcome back to another episode of Positive Productivity. I forgot my own podcast name. See, David, I didn't mispronounce your name. I just forgot the name of my own podcast. I am so happy to have you here. This is my, I am just going to scratch all of that. I just told you I don't do bloopers anymore, but I'm just going to scratch it all. Lang, save that for the blooper reel.